0: And Welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt, human being Heron.
1: Uh, I'm Jeff Wolfpack Kowalski.
2: I'm Louisa, always plays as a human in d and Heron.
1: <laughs> hey, you were <laughs> a half-elf last
2: uh, d and <laughs> That's true. That is true.
1: And you're yeah. some kind of slimy bog vampire in our current <laughs> game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's different. That's not D and D, first of all. i am rules lawyer to you.
1: Yeah, Ooh, it's got true. me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: I was really trying to catch you out, Jeff, with that call with making my own persona a human being. Uh I oh God,
2: what if you put on a human suit? Like uh, the the mascots of yes. human yep. beings? <laughs> I love it's the like idea. D- <laughs> It's like when you
0: see all of the Japanese mascots all together, and one of them is just, like, a, a person. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, a big fuzzy body still, but of a, like, supposed to look like a person, and you're like, this is, does not belong. Yeah. yeah,
2: they look like a giant baby. Oh, yep. man. I guess
1: mascots of, like, a cowboy or a knight or whatever your college football team is, is just yeah. a human fursuit.
0: Yeah, the thing that's Mm -hmm. wild to me is if you have something like a knight, like Jeff and I went to Rutgers, we had the Scarlet Knights, and you have an easy out, which is that they are wearing a full body thing that covers all of their skin so that it doesn't enter the uncanny valley.
3: Yeah,
2: they might as well be a robot.
0: But there are... There are schools out there who have a knight, and their knight has the visor open, and that you can see the face. And it's like, why did you
1: do? Doesn't Rutgers does that? Doesn't it? Yeah, we have two knights. We have a, a, a yeah, we have a. Uh, a knight who wears all red armor and is just a human being in a uh, suit of armor that rides a horse, and that's the cool one. Uh and then this of course is also drawn as like a, a stylized cartoon logo. And then there's also a like basketball mascot style knight who's just a huge, enormous grinning face. Uh yeah, on- I just put a a picture
0: of it, a link in our
1: chat. Yeah, he uh is oh, extremely God. creepy and sucks and I hate him.
0: Like, Um, y'all fucked this up the worst you could have possibly fucked this up.
2: I guess you
1: can't really have someone in a suit of armor dance around and, like, floss on the football field.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a crazy thing to say! You know he's already wearing a full-body suit, right, Jeff? That that's not his actual human face?
1: Right, no, I'm saying that, like, the suit of armor is less mobile than the felt suit of armor.
2: What are you saying, Jeff? How could that possibly be true? But here's the thing, I've seen one, I'm never gonna be able to find it now, but I've seen one of the Scarlet Knight, but it's it's a plush Suit of armor. If
0: that yes, makes sense. of course. It's
2: all bright red, and but it, this one has the visor down. It's not like the picture you showed us, and mm. it, so it's like the dimensions of it are like any other bear or you know, horse or whatever. But it's. A uh, suit of armor guy. Yeah, that is the only
3: the correct best of way to do worlds. this. Yeah.
0: The fact that they <laughs> fucked it up in both ways, one having a real suit of armor which is impossible to move in, and then the other <laughs> one being a foam body of just a man wearing a night hat that shows his face is crazy.
2: Night hat, that's what it says at the
0: museum next to the display. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking I of,
2: like of know, the, he's got such a huge caricature face. That his, uh, his helmet doesn't actually protect his head at all.
1: No. Yeah. Uh, it protects him from attack from behind and above. <laughs> 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 you can't sneak up on this knight.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just protected from cowards that would strike him down from behind. <laughs> <Yeah>. Alright.
2: <laughs> Fair enough.
3: <laughs> but uh, also you-
0: his body, uh, the picture I sent didn't have a good representation of his body. His body is wearing, like, a felt sort of armor thing.
3: Mm-hmm. He's
0: got um, pauldrons. I can see. He's got pauldrons and like he's got like a like a puffy like dumpy body kind of that's got some. <laughs> oh, want that dumpy
2: body to do? Yeah, that. he's got some
1: dumpy pumpkins in there.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yes! we forgot Pum- it's the, for <laughs> the season.
1: Pumpkins. is the season to be dumpy.
0: <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm just saying you could make a helmet head that is the same that is smaller. I think because it would need less definition than this head, and then just wear the same rest of the body thing, and he'd be able to do the same dances, and he wouldn't look horrific.
3: Yeah, I agree.
1: that That's the way to go with it. Although I do like the coolness of having someone wearing bright red armor riding a horse carrying a sword out onto the football field. The yeah, only
0: way that that would be
1: cool, I mean, like, it's pretty cool, but it could be cooler, and the way
0: it could be cooler is if he was carrying his knight's head under his arm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're yes. the
0: headless Scarlet Knights.
1: Yes, it's only for fuck October. Yes. October football
0: only. Oh man, there should be a rule that every sports team needs to have a spooky version of their mascot <laughs> for Halloween time. That would be
2: great, like all the serial mascots do on their boxes. For yes, Halloween. yeah.
0: <laughs> Except this year, where they're all just dressed as Yummy Mummy. Because I guess <laughs> fuck you.
2: I have a two can Sam dresses a very bad werewolf on the cover.
0: Oh, of the
1: that rules. I, right
0: now. I just. I just don't know why you wouldn't just do different ones. Is There's he dressed so as a monsters.
1: werewolf, or is he dressed as a fruit brute?
2: No, he's dressed as a werewolf.
1: Okay, because the fruit brute was a werewolf.
2: Yes, That's but he was one. red, and this is a brown werewolf mm. with, like, a plaid shirt. Wasn't the fruit brute okay.
0: orange? Because his thing was orange creamsicle-flavored? No, it was cherry-flavored,
2: and I can not it. Oh, you're it.
0: right. <laughs> Who One was
2: orange? Who was orange creamsicle? That's yummy mummy, I think.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, that might be right. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Classic fruit brew is brown. New fruit brew is like pink and red.
2: Why did they bother redesigning Fruit Brute if they weren't going to bring him back?
1: I mean, they redesigned him and brought him back for like a limited time 2 or 3 years ago. It was the return of Fruity Yummy Mummy and the return of Fruit Brute.
0: See, when you said Brown Fruit Brute, first of all, that's like a very powerful phrase. But second of all, <laughs>
2: that's close to Dumpy Pumpkins for uh, Yeah, it's the very good
0: why are all the best phrases Halloween specific
2: <laughs> anyway because
1: Halloween is the best holiday and the it best piece of American culture that is true perhaps we, the, only the only good piece
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 we were going to say the same thing um, but that made me think i when they brought fruit Brute back, I did try some, and it tasted terrible, yes, because it's like if corn and cough syrup were in a cereal <laughs> together,
1: two great tastes that taste bad together. <laughs>
0: Yep, exactly, but um, if you put some chocolate pieces in there with the cherry, I think you could have something real good, especially if it was like actual dark chocolate chips with the cherry pieces, I think Mm. you
3: could make it work
2: You could engineer this yourself, based on what you're saying right now
0: That's true, I could do that I won't but I could.
1: What if it was like Cocoa Pebbles with cherry-flavored marshmallows? Hmm.
3: The problem is that
0: flavored marshmallows never taste like anything at all. Yeah, that's true. They just taste like dry crunch. Uh-huh. Uh this had a
2: half and half bowl of Oreo O's And fruit brute. that might be good
0: mm, And half and half instead of milk <laughs> oh, Ooh, yeah, saying. time to die <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done that when you're really depressed Yes, like, this, this I'm living like me. a king
1: <laughs> uh, I've done that with Kraft mac and cheese, I've made it with half and half Instead of milk Uh, this may be too sad to
0: say on the podcast, but I consider it very funny. There have been many times in my life where I've been like, hmm, maybe this thing I do will be the thing that kills me and then I won't have to worry about it anymore. (laughs) And it'll be like having a bowl of cereal with half and half instead of (laughs) milk.
3: (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: oh man uh, I think that's the only reason I ever smoked cigarettes every time I smoked a cigarette I was like hey maybe this will kill me then I don't have to worry about it anymore <laughs> you hear those
2: warnings like coffin nails oh okay <laughs> maybe. I, mean, cool. I genuinely
0: do think that that's the only reason anyone smokes anymore is because they're like yeah oh this is a way that I
2: could die alright <laughs> yeah. bring it on that is true uh, <laughs> why do Matt? teenagers want to die so much when they have like nothing to worry about
1: to live um, for
2: because
0: they know that the, like, we are probably going to be very old by the time the Earth catches fire, but they're gonna be right in their prime, and it's gonna be their problem, and fuck them. Yeah, right? I guess.
2: Yeah. yeah. Who knows guys. how long I'm gonna live, am I right? don't
0: yeah. <laughs> <No, no. laughs> That's what I'm saying, eat that half-and-half half cereal.
2: Yes, absolutely. Eat that half-and-half half cereal?
1: No. Yeet it, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, yeet say no. Eat it into your mouth.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Eat it down, down your horrible body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Matt, what did you do to stave off the depression this week?
0: Uh okay, I'm going to give you guys the option. I have two things that I can talk about. <laughs>
3: right. Number
0: 1, um I've been getting back into playing a game called Dead Cells, uh which is extremely good and I'd forgotten that I had it and it's great. And number 2 is uh I watched the horror question mark movie, uh, called Antebellum that came out, that was supposed to come out oh in theaters, boy. but came out hmm. to go to direct streaming instead. Uh, so which of those two things would you
1: guys like to talk about? Um,
0: I would like I to don't talk know about- enough
2: about it either.
1: Uh, I would like to talk about Antebellum because I heard that it was extremely bad.
2: <laughs> yeah! Okay, good. Yeah, let's do this. Um-, um Is it meant to- Using that word, is it meant to be pre-Civil War?
0: Yes. So for okay. Louisa and anyone in the audience who does not know about the premise of this movie, uh, its it, uh, it was intended to evoke concepts of the Toni Morrison novel Beloved. Okay. Do you know about this?
2: Yes, I mean, I've heard of it. I have not seen the movie.
0: Beloved is a novel where a woman a black woman in modern day begins experiencing the traumas of her uh, slave enslaved ancestors from pre-civil war times
1: uh, you've um, conf- you've conflated. Conflated two books. Um, is that Ki- true? Kindred by Octavia Butler is the oh, like shit. time travel right. one. Beloved yeah. is just like a normal. Uh, Fuck, you're right. Like story about an escaped uh, enslaved person.
0: Yes, that's my bad. Kindred is the one I was thinking of. I got it wrong.
1: Um, Listen, very anyway. similar titles and premises. <laughs>
0: Yes. Um, so the, all of the previews for this movie showed Janelle Monet in modern times being like a powerful, like motivational speaker for women and especially women of color, like reclaiming their power and not uh, giving into the white patriarchy mm. and then intercut with her undergoing horrific trauma. As a slave in pre-civil War South, mm. um, and th- the movie sells you on the idea that there's some kind of weird sci-fi like time travel thing going on.
3: Mm.
0: Uh, and I don't want to spoil any of the movie, so I'm not gonna go into the the like twist or the 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 details of the premise beyond everything I've said so far is in the commercials, so mm. that's where we are. I do want to say. It The whole movie does a very good job of unflinchingly being like, this is how fucking terrible slavery was, mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think I've ever seen in a movie before, where, like, even, like, Roots kind of, like, glorified... The character as they were—like, when you see Kunta Kinte being whipped and continuing to claim that he—that his name is his name, like, you, the audience, are like, look at how strong he was to stand up to this persecution and still be able to retain that. And I get, like, Roots is great, don't get me wrong— and I love LeVar Burton's performance in it. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. However, it kind of, in a subtle way, it puts in your mind the idea of like, well, I guess all those slaves who gave in and used their slave name were weak and they couldn't stand up to it. You know what I mean?
2: Yes, I do know what you mean. I was thinking yeah. that as you were saying it.
0: So this movie Doesn't do that. This movie, even the heroes, like, even their highly held beliefs, as they are espousing them, once they get caught and you see them being very horrifically beaten, they, like, Mm -hmm. instantly give up. Because of course you would. (laughs) Of course. Like, you see the things happening to them and you're like yeah say that your name is whatever the fuck they say to do. you have to. They are going to kill you if you don't. so I appreciated that. I thought that that was a a better representation of like uh like a bypassing the weird wrongheaded belief that slaves could have gotten out of it if they just tried harder. yes um however, the end of the movie, which again, I'm not gonna get into the spoilers of what the premise is. The end of the movie really just throws that out of the window, hmm. um, and okay. sort sort of gives you the idea that like all at any point Janelle Monet could have used her superpowers to kill all of the slavers, and she just didn't.
3: Hmm.
0: And I don't mean superpowers literally; she's not. It, the twist isn't that she can like shoot lasers out of her eyes or whatever, but she's so good at fighting. <laughs> that you 're like, why didn 't you do this
1: before you mm. so she has done this
0: for so long.
1: She has like action movie karate powers
0: she like yeah, she does like ninja moves, she like fights four people off at once at one point she she like jumps like knocks um Jenna Malone off a horse while she 's shooting at her. <laughs> Like, it's incredible what she's capable of. This
1: sounds like an awesome Strange. movie. Why couldn't the whole movie just be Jamel Monet as John Wick?
0: <laughs> I'm saying, these are two different movies, and they completely undermine one another. <laughs> And that is yeah. the unfortunate thing about it. Because, in general, I know that there's a lot of people who hate this movie. In general, I thought this movie was pretty good. It is very hard to watch, but I think that's intentional. And it's hard to watch because you're watching very horrible things happen to people that you like. Um, But ultimately, at the end of it, you're kind of left with this feeling of like... I don't know what, like, it it kind of sums up with the idea of, like, well, luckily all those racists are dealt with and everything's fixed now. (laughs) It's like,
2: yeah,
3: uh, no.
2: Now, uh, maybe I didn't understand at first. I thought you said that this was a horror movie. Did you not say that? Did I just try to fill that in? No, it is...
0: So, one of the things about this movie and, like, the discussion around it is it seems to have been marketed as a horror movie, Hmm. and it kind of is a horror movie in that you see sort of Janelle Monet, a powerful black woman from modern times being broken Mm -hmm. by extreme violence and like, a lot of the violence is very slasher Mm -hmm. movie-y.
2: See, I mention it because I something I think is a key element of horror movies is Uh, kind of exploiting whatever torture or horror is in the movie.
3: Yeah, and that's for why for the first yeah.
0: for the first two-thirds of the movie, I was like, wow, I can't believe that they are using the tropes of, like, a slasher horror movie, but subverting that by making it have, like, a message about how we should care about the bodies of the people being slashed, which mm-hmm. is not usually a slasher movie thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought they were doing a pretty good job of it, but then, then later on, it's like, no, actually Janelle Monet was never in danger because she's a fucking ninja. I think
2: yeah. it's hard to give up maybe the I don't know who made it, um, but I think it's probably hard to give up the wish fulfillment of you see this a lot in movies about witches, where it's like this poor persecuted woman yeah. was castigated, uh thrown out of society, or whatever, tortured, uh, because it was suspected she was a witch, and that is such an unfair characterization. Except actually she is a witch and now she can get revenge on everybody with her magic. So yeah, what you exactly. want is you want this innocent person to get their revenge but at the same time, then you're uh, subverting the message, which was this is an innocent person being tortured right. for no reason. Yeah. And
0: that's exactly, exactly the problem with this movie. You've summed it up perfectly. And, like, it doesn't make it a terrible movie, but it does make it fail at that message, I feel like, because... Mm. There's a, so there's a point in the movie, I don't think this is a major spoiler, where she attempts to escape from this slave camp. Um, and you see her, like, running away to get the things she needs, and she tries to steal the general's horse, and the general is, like, coming out and she's just about to jump on the horse, and I really thought that that moment was going to be her being like, well, I could stay and try to save other people, but I'm very afraid of this man, and so I'm going to jump on this horse and run away. Which would have been great! It would have been exactly perfect and, like, a really good, empathetic moment of us being like, yeah, we all want to believe that we would put our lives at risk to help other people, but, like, sometimes it's just too hard to do that. Yeah. Um. And I really wanted that to happen, and instead she like goes back and then like beats up a man four times her size and uses a sword to kill him and you're like that gives me a catharsis in that i wanted this incredibly horrible man to die but that satisfaction comes at the cost of a greater satisfaction of of this movie having like a clear-eyed view of what actually persecuted people face
3: yeah.
1: I think that uh probably one of the difficulties in this movie is that it was written and directed by two men um, yes. um. and the the idea of a strong woman for uh male filmmakers is usually she does kicks real good.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. And again, it's what's so disturbing about it is that through most of the movie, they do a very good job of not doing that. It makes me feel like I wonder if maybe Lionsgate came to them and was like, Hey, you can't have this movie end with the racists getting away with it because people will be upset. So you have to have Janelle Monet kill all of them. (laughs) And they're like, but no, it's about, it's about how hard it is to be like how. Actual freedom comes at a cost, and they're like, "No, no, 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 people will be sad. Have her kill all of them. <laughs> you know what i mean
1: <laughs> I, I mean yeah. I think that I think that the perfect balance was struck by get out because you mm-hmm. don't you don't get to see the violence that chris uh commits in revenge um because it would, as you said, like undermine the the point um right. if then you got to relish in uh black man doing violence to white people um like. Yeah, and
0: and, and ultimately any time in a movie the hero does violence to the villain as a way to wrap it up, um I mean it, that's very simple and sometimes it can be enjoyable even though I'm genuine generally an anti violence person in real life. Mm-hmm. Um but when your movie has a political message, if you do wrap it up with violence, you kind of wrap up your message with that violence. By saying, like, and so the solution to it is
1: killing people. And that's not great.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: very complicated, I think. But,
1: like, wouldn't it be cool if that new Showtime miniseries ended with Jeff Daniels just ripping out Brendan Gleeson's throat? And they were like, and in this universe, James Comey killed Donald Trump enjoy that fantasy for a little
3: bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that I mean, listen, if your if your movie's premise is the the solution to this is for us to kill and eat rich people, I'm way more on board with that. <laughs> But, like, the problem is that this movie supposes the idea that the quote-unquote solution to racism is one very good black woman killing every racist. <laughs> and I, again, I like that. It's not a solution that I'm to... upset with.
2: If she's a time traveler, maybe she could actually do it. She yeah. can get to every time period. That's what I want.
0: If you're gonna do this, <laughs> mel- make Janelle, Janelle Monet able to, like actively travel in time to kill every racist in history yeah. Yeah. at that point just go that far but they didn't and so anyway I, 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 want, a f-
1: it- <laughs> I want a feature length adaptation of the Chappelle Show sketch the play a hater's ball where they travel back in time to <laughs> slavery times and kick a bunch of racists in the face <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, that would be good. The the thing of it is, there's so many ways that this movie could have been great, and I think the reason that people are so upset about it is because it comes so close to doing a good job in so many different ways, and kind of because it's trying to do all of them, it doesn't succeed at any of them.
2: Yeah. I wonder if Get Out influenced some people that it shouldn't have.
3: Mm. (laughs) You know
2: what I'm saying? People who think, uh, people who are not closely involved, I I don't know, the the men you said that are responsible for this movie, are they white men, or do you not know? One One white guy, one black black
1: guy, which is why I uh, did not mention race as one of the, like, failings, but uh, now that you mention it, maybe it was, like, this white guy was like, I have a good idea for a movie, but if I don't find a black guy to help me make it, uh, I'll be cancelled.
2: Yeah, it's very complicated, but I wonder if it's looking at something like Get Out and being like, I think I understand enough of this to make such a movie, but then not really. Although you say it's based on a book, do we know how close it is to the book?
1: It is a rip-off of the book. It is not like an official oh, no. adaptation. Like the trailer- It is not- uh, Sorry, it's
0: neither of those things. It is oh. completely unrelated to the book. Yeah. The advertising makes oh. it look like it's related to the book, but it has- zero connective tissue to the book whatsoever.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. The uh, I was say. when the trailers came out everyone was like, is this based on that book? And then still when you search for the movie, the autocomplete is based on Kindred.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but Man. it's not. however,
0: it, once you watch the movie, none of the things that happen in the book are even close to the things that happen in the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's a shame. So yeah, well,
0: is it Again, it's a
2: different story. It's not related
0: at all. And right. like It's not a bad premise. The movie has a pretty good premise and there's lots of, there's lots of very smart things in the movie. Like when you see Janelle Monet in modern times, you see people, white people who would probably term themselves to be like, non-racist or like good to people of color Mm -hmm. still doing very shitty things to her Mm -hmm. and she kind of like rises above it and doesn't comment on them um but you the audience it's made very clear like oh this woman is being racist and she doesn't even know she's being racist um and i think that kind of stuff is really done well and in fact, all of the modern day Janelle Monet stuff is excellent. And Janelle Monet is incredibly good in this movie. <laughs> and it's just a shame that like honestly, it's it, i kind of feel this way, the Louisa, to bring it back to what you said with uh witch movies, mm-hmm. I feel about this movie the way I feel about the witch, the the vitch the, the, the yes. that they did a couple years ago, <laughs> where I loved everything and if you ended the movie ten minutes earlier, it would have been a great
2: movie <laughs> yes i remember you talking about that But then i you never would have heard black philip do his great climb. <laughs> but that would have been great <laughs> i
1: i'm fine with the ending of that movie but the thing that breaks it for me is the first thing that happens in the movie is we see a real witch do actual magic and then we don't <laughs> that, see any like, that's witch also the stuff last thing the we see in
0: the movie jeff that's my problem
1: But I would have been fine if, like, it was a twist that magic was real, but we know the whole time that it is.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I. That, yeah, that's the but, problem. You want in a in a story about uh, people becoming paranoid and desperate because they're having such a hard time in life that they need to find a scapegoat. It's far more interesting to see that happen without any real evidence because there wouldn't be any real
0: evidence. Yeah, I think if you edit the movie right before Black Phillip's first line, you could have been like, "Was that thing at the beginning a representation of what the colonists feared was mm-hmm. in the woods?" Not, like, what was really happening there. Because then the whole movie becomes, like, maybe this is just this little girl in this society not being able to separate what's real from what she fears is going to happen. And all of this was just normal, but she couldn't tell- she was too afraid of magic. That would have been cool.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you can tell a story like that in a movie and have it be a successful movie, because I think people would get frustrated. Although I think it would be a better thing to do.
0: And in th- and that's exactly the same thing that I think about um Antebellum. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been a great movie if they hadn't had any kind of catharsis or, like, comeuppance for the slavers and the racists, mm-hmm. but, like, phew, you fucking- you really want to see that guy get burned to death? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. fucking- The whole time, there's this one guy who's just, like, the, the like, person who's giving the order to all the slaves, and he's got a shitty mustache, and greasy hair, and, like, you're just like, somebody fucking get him. (laughs) Like, get him. But, like... By doing that, the message is is ruined. But God, it does feel good when they get them.
1: <laughs> I really like that Janelle Monae is sort of positioning herself uh, in pop culture uh, as almost like a, a David Bowie esque figure of someone who like does extremely extravagant, like very heavily fashion inspired music and live performance, and then also sometimes is in a movie and does a good job. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was gonna say Madonna.
1: Also, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, similar. except she gave up did, acting.
2: Yeah. Did Madonna ever do a good job with acting though?
1: <laughs> no, she's well, pretty, she's
2: pretty did good. David good in a, Bowie in ever do a good job with acting? <laughs> yeah, uh, he he's good, good in acting the, like David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> a, he's the good the in problem. the prestige.
0: Uh, he's barely in the prestige. He's <laughs> only in one scene. That's fine. It's enough. Um, anyway, I think Janelle Monae is a better actor than both David Bowie and Madonna, but I okay. do think that they have a similar like place in pop culture.
1: Yeah, um, Janelle Monae needs uh, uh, her like star-making, uh, suddenly seeking Susan or League of her League of their own type like lead role where she's in a movie and people like it for a little while.
0: Yeah, and everyone thought that Antebellum was going to be that, and I'm afraid I don't think it will be anymore, and so I hope that they keep casting her and stuff, because she is far and away the best part of this movie. She is incredible in the movie, even though the movie is not my favorite. I do recommend seeing it, because, well, if you can deal with watching very, very, very upsetting violence, uh, I think it is a good movie. It in a lot of ways, and you just have to deal with the fact that it kind of lets itself down. Mm -hmm. Anyway.
2: Okay. uh, I'm sorry, I got slightly distracted because I suddenly remembered Janelle Monáe being non-binary, and I was like, oh no, we called her her, but apparently she does use her, and she's not non-binary, even though at the beginning of the year people said that she was. So, there's that. Uh, Yeah, I think
1: that it's probably one of those celebrity things where they said something sort of innocuous, like, yeah, I feel like I have a strong opposite gender energy, and everyone, yeah. like what they did with uh, Lando Calrissian. and what's his face? Donald Lover? No, the old one. Billy D. Williams? Yeah, Billy D. Williams. <laughs> everyone was like, Billy D. Williams said he's uh, gender fluid, and then someone asked him about it using the- that term, and he was like, I don't know what that means.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He just wore a velvet I mean, cape that one time. He's like
1: <laughs>
0: 75 years old. He shouldn't know what gender fluid means, right? <laughs> No, it's an old enough term. There's old gays. I mean, you could be gay and old, and like you can be gender fluid and old. I'm just saying, if you're 75 years old and you don't um, don't know the term gender
1: fluid, like oh no, I think what, that it's, that is it-
0: my <laughs> expected result. <laughs>
1: I think that the the issue was people were using a label for him that he didn't use himself, and that is always a bad thing to do, especially with famous people who just kind of say whatever.
3: Yes,
2: yes so. for sure. There's that. I'm sorry, interrupted you, Matt.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, Louisa, what did you do this week?
2: <laughs> I've been doing more linoleum carving, which I did mm-hmm. a little bit of in past weeks, but I'm trying to. Uh, you're uh, get you're back into
0: enhancing it. your kitchen floor.
2: <laughs> That's right. Oh God, can you imagine a carved <laughs> linoleum floor? <laughs> Just every crumb and piece of Yeah, onion. Uh,
1: <laughs> cleaning that floor would be a nightmare. Ooh, think about it this way, though. You carve the linoleum floor and then you pour resin over it to make it oh. smooth again?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That would look really cool. How do you get your
0: resin smooth, though? Like, keeping resin a flat surface, even in a very small area, is really hard. And trying to do it on a whole floor, I don't know how they
2: do it. Yeah, I've seen I don't know, YouTube manages it. I've seen people do bar tops, and you have Mm -hmm. to, like, have it in a room where you can have a sheet that's over it, but high enough so it's not touching, and it's undisturbed for, like, two weeks, I think, for it to fully set. Yeah, and you have to,
0: like- a lot of, to get it to be actually clear and not have bubbles in it, you have to have, like, a vibrating pad under yeah. it that, like, shakes the bubbles out. It's insane.
2: Yes. And a gallon of it is, you know, $10 or whatever, which means, like, doing a whole bar is, like, $4,000 or something yeah. insane. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. But it looks so cool. I understand it what you it. does look doing. very
0: cool. And then you've got, like, all your collection of ALF pogs set in... <laughs> resin for life or whatever.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's what you want. Alf
1: Pogs, okay.
0: (laughs) You know, they used to... if you had a set of Alf Pogs and a bar, you'd owe it to yourself to do this.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's Uh, kind of true. What are they doing otherwise? They could be entertaining people every day. Yep. Oh, I still
1: uh, use my Pogs in tournament play.
2: Oh, okay. You You still beat kids at the elementary school uh, (laughs) field? Yeah, they're not
1: Pog tournaments that he (laughs) uses them
3: in, just so you know.
1: I'm just chucking (laughs) slammers at their (laughs) Beyblades. I have a a necklace strung through with Beyblades that I've won in battle.
0: (laughs) Anytime somebody plays an Evolved Pikachu card, he just... chucks a like a solid metal slammer at it and rips it in half
1: (laughs) a ninja star with a skull on it yep
2: oh man uh so linoleum tiles i was reading about them the history of them and in the middle of the century people were using actual linoleum like you'd use on the floor which i don't see how that would work because that has like a layer of very shiny laminate on the top
3: that's
1: mm. no good. You use the other side, right?
2: No, they didn't, because the uh, backside has, like, a Hessian backing, like a Roman, like... Into the plastic, hmm. but anyway, now hmm. you buy, Nowadays, you buy uh, one specially made for it. And if anybody doesn't know, you use knives to carve away a design, and then you ink the surface of the linoleum and press it to paper, and then of course it makes a stamp, so you can stamp out lots of different images. Have you guys ever tried it, like in uh, art class? Uh, no, I have not. Do- no, it
0: doesn't seem like the kind of thing that I would enjoy at all.
2: I did it in probably elementary school, middle school, and high school. Like there was, that was part of art class. You guys never did it? No. no.
0: Hmm. I have done, um, which I think is probably similar, uh, the thing where you trace out a pattern on sheet metal and then use like an angle grinder to, to cut the pattern out of the sheet metal so that it mm-hmm. like, Becomes like a, and then you put like a LED behind it or whatever, so it becomes like a cool, mm-hmm. like cyberpunk, you know, wall yeah. or whatever.
2: That is related because you're the, the parts you're taking away become the negative relief,
3: right. of The image,
2: and yeah. that is hard to wrap your head around sometimes. Like to make full use of the uh, contrast between the ink and the space is right. very difficult. So I'm still working on that.
0: But do you You don't have to keep all of the raised parts connected, right? It's not, like, stained glass or whatever
1: in that right. way. Yes, no, you do they're not. They're connected, connected by the backing.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. You do have to work backwards. So if you were to uh, want to put words in there, um, you have to, you have to, of course, plan it out and draw it on the block, but then you would have to do it without trying to think about them as words. They're just shapes right now, because otherwise you will go insane. Because
0: mm-hmm. the letters are backwards, you yes, mean? Yes. All yeah. the
2: letters are backwards, of course stamp that they would be. yeah. Uh, but it's very good because once you've set it, your design, and you're starting to carve it, you're just working with a tiny knife that takes out about one uh, millimeter of uh, width gouge per swipe so Mm. you're just working in very small spaces and you don't have to think too much and that's really relaxing
0: Hmm. is it stressful to be tracing out the pattern i think that's the part that would stress me out
2: it is and like i said about a negative space there's too much of sketching where you're like i'm gonna sketch this right now and yeah i'll figure out some of these details later and then by the time you've got on the block you're like i don't have the ability as it is now to make changes on the fly. (laughs) Like, I don't know what I had intended to do when it was a sketch. Yeah. So I'm trying to get the sketch exactly how I want the finished thing to look and then transfer it, and that's tough.
0: One of the things I always have problems with with wood carving is I will trace out what I want to do, and my tracing will have some, like, straight lines or specific curves, Mm -hmm. um, you know, or, or angled lines or whatever, and then as I'm carving, the line is supposed to be straight, and then for one billionth of a second my my like saw or knife twists mm-hmm. a little bit and then it like fucks up the straight line and I'm like well fuck this i guess i'm fucking done like <laughs> yes. i'm not going to do this anymore if i can't even do one fucking straight line <laughs>
2: There's a lot of stuff where it's like, all right, I'm going to outline this one shape. I know I want to do that. So you carve it all out, and then you're like, oh, shit. No, I wanted that to look like it was behind this other element, so I wasn't going to carve out this one part of it, but you've mm. already done it. And then you mm. just have to think up a new idea, because there is no going back.
0: Ugh, yes. Uh. <laughs>
2: But that's kind of good in its own way, I think. It's teaching me some stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's good to learn those lessons of, like, how to to deal with the situation at hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just... It sounds so stressful to me, though.
2: (laughs) Should I get into this? I think you might like it. Do you like working... uh the thing that's hard for me is I have been trying to do art so that I'm not staring at a screen all the time, but then as I'm doing this particular kind of art, I am focused very closely on looking at something, and as I look up from it, I'm like, damn, this is no better for my eyes than looking at my phone.
1: Uh, it probably is better because uh, I don't think linoleum tiles have a light bulb in them.
2: <laughs> but it does hurt your eyes. When you look up and look out a window, you're like, my eyes are strained. I can feel it. hmm but I enjoy it a lot, and I think you might enjoy it. And it's low stakes; it's everything involved is low cost, and uh, yeah, you can just noodle around. Hmm.
1: Maybe I'll. Maybe this will be my next thing. Here's yeah. what you do, Jeff.
0: You just when you get a piece of linoleum, trace a grid on it, and then do it like picross.
2: Ooh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: Just chisel out
0: one square at a time until you get the picture you want.
1: This will be, it's just like uh, how it is portrayed in Mario's Picross, where it is uh, like a little chisel every time you hit the A button. Oh,
3: that's right.
1: (laughs) perfect Um, you
0: used to do those like bead perler things right it seems pretty similar to that
3: (laughs) yeah
1: i don't know why i ever stopped doing that probably because i put it away in a box and um therefore forgot it existed Mm -hmm. um but I, i should i should make some of those that might be fun to do as a project yeah. This, I feel like this sorry.
2: This type of carving is all with a little uh, angled knife. So trying to get straight lines can be a little tricky. You're better off with more organic shapes, I think.
3: Yeah. Jeff,
0: you could get a super popular viral YouTube video if you did like Perler Pixel art of the entire first level of Super Mario Brothers one frame at a time. And then <laughs> took all the pictures and animated it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: I would love to go insane. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's how people get viral videos, Jeff. I don't know what you want from me. (laughs) I didn't
1: ask for a way to get viral
2: videos.
1: (laughs) I think the tape will show.
2: (laughs) Uh, anyway, I'm enjoying this a lot. I recommend anyone give it a try if you'd like. If you just look for linoleum carving stuff on even like Amazon, you'll find things and a lot of the supplies are just under $10, so mm-hmm. it's worth giving a try if you think that you would enjoy such a thing. Uh, Jeff, what did you do this week?
1: Uh, so I got a game for the Nintendo Switch, and I don't want to say it's a new game because it's absolutely not new. Um, oh, sorry, the dog that lives here is ringing the bell at the door. Um, well, she's just going to have to wait. Um,
2: <laughs> oh geez
1: <laughs> No, I'm watching the dog today I'm recording in the living room um, Yeah, no, I'm sorry <laughs> I
2: you.
1: <laughs> I, have, I have to go let the dog out uh, Oh man I'll be back in like five minutes You
0: guys uh, trip Oh god, water, oh god, it's peaking everywhere Oh
2: god <laughs> Matt, have you ever seen those dogs on YouTube that have those, like, sound pads that so they can press on to no. say what they want? <laughs>
0: oh, no. That sounds terrible. Why would you give that to your dog?
2: It's very funny. There's a great one of this big dog that runs up to a sound pad and presses a thing that makes, like, a robotic voice sound say, outside. <laughs> and the person filming mm-hmm. is like, no, we're not going outside right now. <laughs> dog, keep pressing it. Outside, 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 outside. Mom, Outside. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, "No, we can't go outside right now. We have to wait." And then the dog presses one that says, "I love you." <laughs> yeah, it's very sweet.
0: Oh man, I got to check this out. I do love <laughs> videos where like animals have no regard for human law. <laughs>
2: I've talked before, I think, about the cockatoo, where they say, like, Petey, it's time for your bath, and then never teach a cockatoo to say no, because it just screams no, and runs around the room and bites all the furniture.
0: I think we talked about this when I was getting into talking ravens on YouTube, but there Mm. is a great video of a magpie uh, that they taught to say go to bed, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so every time anyone does anything he doesn't like, he's like, go to bed! (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Ugh, that's great.
2: Yeah, I need that. I need a button that says go to bed. (laughs) It just starts ringing at a certain time. You can't turn it off until you go Mm -hmm. to bed. So there's a pressure sensor under your mattress, I guess.
0: Mm, I bet you could build something like that.
2: That'd be the most high-effort way to try to have good sleep hygiene there could mm-hmm. possibly be.
0: That's how viral videos happen, <laughs> Louisa. I don't know what you want from me.
2: That is true. That woman
0: who made those useless robots,
2: yeah, I she's still very much.
0: I get that YouTube channel recommended to me once a week. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it, but I don't want it. <laughs> I, like, I understand why you think I would like this, YouTube, but you're wrong.
2: Is there a new YouTube trend, or am I just getting these recommended to me now? Which is, it'll be, somebody made it, but different people make it. But they always have the same title, which is, like, this character from this movie, five times and they went off in six minutes, or something like that. It's just a supercut of some person yelling.
0: I've heard of something called fan vids, which is, like, just... The moments of, of one character from a movie that people like, where they'll yes. be like fan vids of, uh, what was the one I saw the other day? What's that woman's name with the curly red hair? <laughs> Bernadette Peters. Oh, okay. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fan vid of Bernadette Peters as the wicked stepmother in Cinderella 2004 oh. or whatever and oh, okay. it was just a cut together of all of her scenes but like then it doesn't make sense <laughs> like I've not seen that movie so yeah why would I watch this I don't know what's happening
2: <laughs> yeah no this is like uh, what I keep seeing from many different productions is Elizabeth Bennett At the time she mm-hmm. was totally uh, cut a bitch in six minutes or eight minutes or whatever And it's like, why are people making all these? Why is this a popular genre?
0: Like, the character from Pride and Prejudice?
2: Yeah, it's just scenes of her saying something sarcastic.
0: Is it the same, like... What should I, what am I trying to say? It, are they all from
2: the same adaptation of the book into a movie? No, and they're not all from the same makers. This is what I don't understand, but they all have the same structure to the titles.
0: Do they include Elizabeth Bennett saying the same thing, but different actresses saying it? <laughs> like, oh, here's two times <laughs> she went off. This time she yelled at Mr. Darcy, and this other time when she, as Kira Knightley, yelled at Mr. <laughs> Darcy, but it's the same yell. Not okay. At the- I saw. But. I'm back. That could if this trend gets popular enough. That's my inversion of it.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna do eight times the. Elizabeth Bennet went off, and it's going to be the same rant she does to Mr. Darcy when she's visiting her cousin, uh, but it's going to be the five different actresses who've played that character doing
2: it. Great, I love it. Get into that. Now you're going to make the viral video. Now you are.
0: Yep. Did you see that? uh I I did want to go insane. Jeff said that ironically earlier, but (laughs) I mean it sincerely now. (laughs) Yes.
2: Uh, Uh Jeff, your dog troubles are over, you're telling us.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did dark you guys- days are over. Oh boy, don't put that song at the end of this episode. You don't need to, I just sang it perfectly. <laughs> I will admit, I don't remember how that song is. Uh
1: Did you guys see that interview that uh, Keira Knightley just did, where someone asked her about her role in Star Wars, and she was like, she did not remember the character's name? No, <laughs> well i think that's how absolutely everyone should approach being in star wars yeah um because she played padme's uh decoy in phantom menace um when she was 12 um and uh the interviewer asked her about it and she was like wait wasn't i padme uh That's pretty good. The interview then had to explain
0: that deep into it because in the movie she's Mm. pretending
1: to be Padme. She didn't want to spoilers it. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the interviewer then had to explain Star Wars to like one of the top ten most gorgeous famous people in the world, Uh, (laughs) which I'm sure was humiliating.
2: (laughs) Is this the new version of when Gwyneth Paltrow didn't know she was in one of the Iron Man movies or the Avengers?
1: I think it's different because the reason she didn't know is that they definitely shot that scene when they were shooting, like, Iron Man 3 or something (laughs) and didn't tell her what movie it was going to be in.
0: Did you ever watch that movie, Louisa? (laughs) Uh,
1: it was Endgame was the one that she didn't know she was in. Yes, I did. Oh, I thought it was, uh, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming she didn't know she was in. Oh, maybe
0: you're right. That
2: I didn't see, Okay. Yeah, well, that one's okay. pretty
1: good. The in Spider-Man Homecoming,
0: that scene is very funny, but it's such a throwaway joke. I can see how she'd be like, I don't know what movie this is for. It doesn't give a, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Um
0: I thought it was for Endgame because her appearance in that is the worst <laughs> CGI I've ever seen in any movie ever. And it's <laughs> like they put so much effort into making this movie so special effectsy, and then they, like, superimposed her face over a gap in the the Iron Man suit that was so clearly, like, just make her put on the suit. I know she's famous, but she's not that famous.
1: I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. wasn't putting on the suit anymore by that point.
0: Uh... He wore- he had some practical pieces of the suit on his body First parts of that movie.
1: I'm not sure by Endgame if he did. I know by Iron Man 3 he was basically wearing pauldrons and, like, maybe the <laughs> chest piece. I'm- I'm certain that he wore some parts of that armor in that movie.
2: It's possible. Right. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, the thing I did this week was I played a new video game called Kero Blaster. It is, uh, the- Follow up, uh, not actually like a sequel or anything, but it is the game that was developed by the guy who made Cave Story, uh, and it came out ten years after Cave Story came out, and it's I've never pretty heard good. Of
2: either of these is it frog themed like
1: copy? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, you ah, play, I got it. Yes, yeah. Ah. It is basically like. Uh, like Contra or Mega Man, if you played as a frog, uh, it's pretty good. It's nice yeah. and short. Uh, you have like different weapons that you can power up and they all feel very satisfying. Uh, this developer is very good at sound design. Like Cave Story has famously good music. Um, and the, uh, the sounds that happen when enemies like pop from you shooting them is so, so satisfying. Um. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, so uh, that's worth a look on Switch. It's like $5. If you have any gold points left over, you can get it for free.
0: I never played Caro Blaster because I did play Cave Story on Switch as well as on the PC when it was for free. And it's terrible. I you don't know like everyone it? loves it, but I hate it. What do you it's not like so about it? It's so ugly. It is oh, maybe no, the ugliest video game I've ever played.
2: Alright, I'm hearing several different things about this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very strange. I think you just hate looking at pixels.
0: I mean, I don't think pixel art is good, and I think that yeah. the, the, like, incredibly washed-out color palette of Cave Story is, like, the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Huh.
1: Um, like, I know the, the, f-
0: yeah, the that. fact that the main character's skin is just white and his hair is just like bl- a block of green and there's no, like, you can do pixel art in a way that can be good, but you need to do more than just, you know, four pixels of the same shade <laughs> of green. That's his hair done.
1: I think, uh, I, I feel sort of like, the opposite way, where I like the idea of them taking this limitation of pixels, but then like, we're not actually limited by how detailed, uh, we can get, or how many frames of animation we can have, or how big the screen can be. Yeah. Um, so it, it sort of is like, it's, it's, it feels to me like what we imagined stuff like Mega Man was when we were playing it when we were kids.
0: Yes. But Mega Man looked cool. I think another part of it is that the character the main character is so small on the screen. So there's not enough room for detail. And like the only thing that really ever changes about him is the size of the bullets that come out of his body.
1: (laughs) Uh and I hate that. (laughs)
2: Alright. I'm seeing some pictures now. I see what you mean, I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, This also, uh, the Switch version, has an updated graphics uh, mode, which, if you don't like pixel art, is an option for you. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you played with that, but it probably doesn't fix your car- color palette issue that you have.
0: You're talking about Cave Story, not Kira yeah. Blaster? No, Kira yes. Blaster
1: is just the same. It's it looks like an NES game, even more so than Cave Story.
0: Yes. I did do updated um uh graphics, which is better, which is why I got it on the Switch and actually played through eh, half of it, I'd say. Um, But I don't know. The, the other thing is that the, the gameplay is very samey. Uh, mm-hmm. As you go through, eventually you're like, okay, the same thing is going to happen. I'm going to go into this room. A whole bunch of shit is going to come at me. I'm going to have to jump around and shoot it all. And then the next room... Yeah. Uh,
1: I am. I, I don't think. I've gotten pretty far in Cave Story. I don't think I've ever beaten it, despite the fact that I own it for many platforms. Yes. <laughs>
3: um,
1: because it's extremely difficult, uh, yeah. is part of the issue with it. Um, but I, I think I might get through Caroblaster Blaster just because it's so short. Uh, I'm on the second to last level already, and I started playing it last night. Uh, it's like a three hour game tops. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that. Um, and I think that is all I have to say about video games ever <laughs> the podcast is over
2: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I mean, no
0: I I do think that the <clears throat> thing about something like Hero Blaster which I have not played but I do understand the appeal even though I don't think I would like it um, but it's similar to what I was going to talk about with Dead Cells which is that like so much of what appeals to me about games now is a game where you can play it quickly and get a good experience out of it and then just be like mm, do i want to do this again or not like w- roguelikes i think are becoming so popular because they they are broken up into digestible chunks mm. and i feel like stuff like Cave Story, I think part of what I didn't like about it is how much of an overarching plot it tried to have, but it was incomprehensible internet nonsense, most of it.
1: Um, yeah. yeah, it came out in 2004, and it has, like, it drops you into the middle of this fully realized world and tells you nothing about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, which could be done well, but a lot of it seems to be that sort of, like what is that thing home, homestuck home, homestuck style of storytelling where the author seems to think it's funny to make things incomprehensible
1: yeah this uh, is definitely this is almost definitely one of the things that the author of Homestuck uh consumed like before creating that right. so it's it, I think it suffers a little bit from Seinfeld syndrome for a thing that you already don't like
0: yes <laughs> um yeah so oh, it, it, it's just. It could be good but it's not to me but if people like it that's fine. Yeah. Um but my ultimate thing that I was trying to say is like the th- something like Kiro Blaster which doesn't which you say is broken up into chapters and like seems to be more uh easy to just sort of pick up and put down, I think is a much more appealing proposition to me, and I would say most people right now at this moment in gaming.
1: Yeah, it is one of those games that is so perfect for the Switch, because if you want to play it on your TV uh, and have it feel like you're a kid again, you can sit on the floor and do that. Or, if you're a normal adult with a back that doesn't work correctly, you can lay in bed and play it in handheld mode, and it feels good that way, too. Is that a normal and
2: adult? <laughs> I'm <yeah>. still
1: stunned <laughs> that both of you are able to lay in bed for any amount
0: of time without your back exploding in pain. I, I, I need often have to
1: shift position. Mm, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I like it... I like annoying games on the Switch because if I want to play an annoying game, I need to be able to put it down immediately and go do something else. And you can just put the Switch to sleep with one button press and not throw it across the room. (laughs) Exactly. You can avoid throwing your $300 Nintendo machine across the room. Have they
0: fixed the thing with Switches where if you broke the Switch you had and got a new one, you would lose all your progress on every game, or is that still a thing?
1: Uh, you have cloud saves now, especially—I uh, think you need to pay for the online service for that, though.
0: Okay, I already do. That's fine. I For a while, I was like, I'm just not going to play my Switch because I don't want to lose my Breath of the Wild progress. <laughs> Yeah,
2: man. If I lost that, I was thinking about that the other day because mine's on a cartridge. I'm like, what if I lost this little cartridge?
1: Oh, God. oh the the save data is not on the cartridge. Don't oh, good. worry, done. Uh, yeah, the save data is no, on your system. Is, that's the reason I was scared. Is because
0: if the system breaks,
1: <laughs> then you're fucked. Yeah. yeah, true. Um, let's get into a wiki. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. it. I pasted it in and, uh, it is, I oh, swear, no. I swear I didn't see this when we mentioned this man <laughs> earlier, uh, this Nomakian nightmare, but we've got the puppet wiki and the, <laughs> uh, main guy on it. It's a, it is a absolutely terrifying full-body shot of Alf, which you're not supposed to see. He has the, like, biggest feet I've ever seen on a Muppet.
2: Yes. I believe when he was full-body, there was a little person inside a suit, but I don't know how that worked, and this suit does not look like it has anybody in it, so...
1: Yeah, no, this, this is some, like, Chuck E. Cheese nonsense.
0: <laughs> was there, wasn't there, like, an Alf reboot movie a few years ago... I don't think
1: so. I think there have been talks about reviving ALF for a while.
0: Maybe in the late 90s. I remember there being some kind of ALF made for TV movie.
1: There were three uh, no, Hmm. there was a a TV movie um, called Project ALF that came out in 1996. Wow, you have Hmm. a good memory for ALF, Matt. I watched that movie for some reason.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do remember. remember watching it and like for some reason this this memory may be entirely just a fabrication of my teenage brain but i remember thinking that they were going to have like a x-files crossover in it (laughs) and i don't think it happened and i was like pissed off that
1: yeah they they weren't even on the same channel (laughs) but they had
0: advertised it as if it was going to be like maybe not actually x-files but like uh, right. an X-Files homage type thing, um, and then that is not the plot of
1: it at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's captured by the Air Force, and Martin Sheen tortures him, or something. <laughs> ay yeah. Oh, uh, w- What was...
2: We probably I watched lo- the whole run of ALF, didn't we, Matt?
1: Oh, certainly we did. We watched
0: every episode every time it came on. It, yeah. And it was only on for four seasons. We must have seen every
1: episode.
2: Yeah. God, oh, four God, years is you, such a long you imagine, time when you're a kid.
1: Yep. Can you imagine if you didn't? if you hadn't seen all of them. (laughs) Like, you watched it that much, but you still missed some of it somehow. Yeah, there were some episodes
0: they refused to play in syndication because of
1: Alf's problematic views. (laughs) Yeah, there's the one where uh, Alf does a hit and run when he's drunk.
2: You know what? I bet if we look through the episodes, there would be some pretty fucking problematic episodes of this show. That certainly
1: is true, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I tried to pick something that was actually unlikely to happen. I'm definitely sure. Like, I'm a hundred percent sure, there's one where Alf will say a word that we're not, we don't say anymore.
2: Yes, absolutely. Remember the episode of um, Family Ties where Uncle Tom Hanks showed up and he was an alcoholic and he drank yes. all their uh, cooking vanilla.
1: Yes, <laughs>
2: <That's really weird. laughs> uh,
1: I'm. Uh, I came across. I I feel like the show that definitely uh, would be hardest to watch, like, despite not being explicitly hateful, is probably Quantum Leap.
2: Hmm, okay. Uh, certainly uh,
1: there's some racist portrayals in there. There must be, right? Oh, he for sure leaps into people of different races and genders, and uh, I accidentally stumbled across the gif of him discovering that he has leaped into a young man with Down syndrome.
0: Oh, um, God.
1: And boy, that's a thing that you could just do in the 90s, I guess.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <sighs> Um, okay. uh, this isn't the ALF so, wiki, it's all puppets
2: yeah. I forgot yeah. who it was, but there was a stand-up comedian who said something that I'll never forget Which is that on the show, <laughs> ALF stands for alien life form So on the show, this alien that can speak English says, my name is Gordon And they're like, okay, ALF <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> And they
2: never call him Gordon
1: Yeah if, if, Why um, is his name Gordon Shumway? That sounds like a taxi driver from Brooklyn Because it's
2: funny, get it? Yeah, it yeah, sounds like I a taxi driver from Brooklyn <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess the joke is that on another planet, they just have, like, normal people names.
2: So, I was just wondering... Oh, sorry. They play bullion baseball, which is like a Muppet show level of pun. Yes. Um, I was
0: just wondering... Oh, I get it. uh, (laughs) (laughs) If someone were to want to watch ALF in the modern era, how would they do it?
3: And, uh,
1: carefully.
0: (laughs) That that led me to Prime Video, where... For free, you can stream Uh-oh. season two, episodes <laughs> one, seven, eleven, and twelve <laughs> twenty twenty-three and all the rest of them you have to pay for.
1: <laughs> uh Alpha's free on Tubi, it looks like. That's nothing. That you made that up. <laughs> No, Tubi is a is a real service. Uh it's like an ad-based platform that seems quasi-legal. Uh it's where the Flophouse watched their most recent movie. Okay. I don't believe you. Anyway, let's get into Puppets.
2: <laughs> I really like the idea that maybe Prime is doing one of those curated lists. Like maybe these are Martin Sheen's favorite episodes of Elf <laughs> that you can watch yeah. in the collection. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I like the idea that they're like, mm we're going to get really hooked with season two, episode one of ALF, the best episode, and they're going <laughs> to have to pay for the rest of them. Yeah. Just to know what happens to ALF!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I went on Decider to see if ALF was streaming anywhere, that's how I found it was on Tubi, and the picture on top was ALF using a ventriloquist dummy. No, oh,
2: good that's stuff! A, that's a man, good gag.
1: <laughs> man, a oh
0: man, game. when you said the picture on top was ALF using a... <laughs> My heart stopped because <laughs> there are so many things that Alf could have been using that would have been great or terrible.
1: A dildo, a racial so, slur, a toilet g- was we,
2: my first one. We jumped right in because of Alf, but we haven't even discussed any of this wiki yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go
0: on, tell us about it. How is that bad? We need to talk about Alf for a lot more. Yeah, I'm exactly. totally leave this okay, episode. Alf, I'm
2: pin in that about Alf, but first of all. Okay. There's no background. It's p- plain light blue. Uh, yep. It just says Puppet Wikia, no special font or anything, no special logo. Welcome to Puppet Wikia. Uh, working on 5,255 articles, not very many, since and am the Smart I Love, December 24th,
1: 2006. So Jesus. someone said,
2: it's Christmas Eve, I need to fucking start that Puppet Wiki.
1: <laughs> it's Christmas Eve, uh, George W. Bush was president. <laughs>
2: It's time. It's time now for the
1: public. It's two months after my favorite My Chemical Romance album came out. (laughs) Not my personal favorite, the character that
0: we've invented. Oh,
3: sure.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, this is going to be another diversion, but Mm -hmm. I have to. Please, Please. go for it. Have you guys watched um, the first episode of the new season of Great British Bake Off yet? Not
1: yet. No, of course not.
0: Do you mind if I spoil one very ridiculous moment?
3: Uh, uh, is of. it when the guy commit. made...
1: Oh, yeah. I was uh. going to say. I saw the... I think I saw the thing that you're about to refer to. Okay. Well, Louisa, you have to watch it, then. I All guess. right. We'll I talk about it say next say week. It. No, yeah. we won't.
0: We won't. <laughs> I will have forgotten about it by next
2: week. It's I not remember. Big
1: deal. I'm putting it in the notes.
2: Uh, oh, God damn it!
1: I
0: don't want to talk about it next week, it only because it came <laughs> up so naturally right now.
2: Is it about fine. puppets? Ah! Oh, no, I don't want to
1: know! <laughs> no, I, I am, like, pretty sure, based on, like, the... The, I know Matt is activated as a sleeper cell by certain phrases and words yes, to yes. make word <laughs> associations in his mind. So. Correct.
2: All right. Well, write it down on a piece of paper.
1: And no, I don't want to talk about it next week. Is <laughs>
0: Fine, what we, won't,
2: we won't talk about it. You'll just show me the paper later when I've seen it.
1: <laughs> You'll slip it across the table with a number on it and exactly. we won't talk about it. <laughs> Uh, I'll slip it back after having removed or added zeros to it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: So, oh, there is actually a blurb. I thought there was not. Uh, Puppet Wiki is an online database for everything about the wonderful world of puppetry. Because of the wiki format, anyone can edit. uh, We work together to create a comprehensive database about puppets. So... It's loosely just about puppets. It doesn't really define, like, are these televised puppets? Could it be, like, a puppet show that tours? Could it be, like, Avenue Q on Broadway? Doesn't specify any of that.
1: Yeah, does are there pages for Punch and Judy on here?
2: <laughs> yeah, I wonder.
1: I'm looking it up. Okay. Now, yeah, Punch and uh, Judy has a page. Do, do
0: we feel like we've uh, covered this wiki, like the the bases of it, so we can get into it?
2: Yes. There's hardly yes. anything to the main page. Great. Alf crashes
0: into the the garage of a suburban family, and unsure what to do, the Tanners take Alf into their home and hide him from the alien task force and their novi- nosy neighbors while he repairs his spacecraft. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah they hide
1: nice. him from the. He's a nice guy. Him, they hide him from the ATF, the Alien Task Force. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay, if an if an alien crashes into your your garage and you trust that alien over the U.S. government, I get it. Mm-hmm. I really do. But like. How do you feel safe having him in your home? What if he, like... What if Eats he your has cat,
2: a, which he threatens to do literally every yeah? episode?
0: What if he had <laughs> psychic powers? What if he had
1: acid blood?
2: Yeah, what that, if he put those a... These are things you don't know about until they come up! What if he put a chestburster in you while you're asleep?
1: And you yeah! Okay. Well, he speaks English, so you could just ask him if any of that's true. Yeah, but yeah. why would you trust what he has to say?
0: He's a cool uh, guy, he's wearing a Hawaiian yeah, he's shirt! he's so charming! <laughs> I don't think he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt when he crashes into their garage. I think he takes that from them. Mm. Uh, he says
2: xenomorph. He adapts. <laughs> I'm really thinking yeah. aliens, I guess. <laughs> xenomorph
1: is just means alien. So he is a xenomorph. Doesn't it just mean
2: like animal Strange shape morph. or something? Strange uh, Yeah,
1: xenomorph. it is just uh it is a fancy word that the one of the like business people in aliens comes up with to sound like he knows what he's talking about when they're hunting the aliens.
0: Yeah, when really he's just saying, in Greek, weird looking thing. Yes, exactly. And then people have decided
1: that that's the name of the alien, but I always still call it the alien from Alien. Yeah.
0: Now, is the Xenomorph (laughs) related to Xenowarrior Princess?
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: they're brothers.
2: Oh, cool. interesting that uh, come up on my the show princess much. even though uh, she is a brother i guess
1: yeah well you know gender is complicated it's true yeah.
2: it's very
3: true
1: the two genders are xenomorphs and xenowarrior princesses <laughs> Our princess and
2: brother
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what the uh, super mario world is based on right yeah.
0: <laughs> tag yourself i'm a xenomorph princess <laughs>
1: Oh my god, yeah, I think that brother and princess are both species in the Mushroom Kingdom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Could someone make one of those four-quadrant grids, and the four quadrants are xenomorph, uh, princess, brother, and uh, toadstool?
2: Yes, do it, and put it on social media, thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and thanks. put all of the characters from Alien, Alf, and Super Mario Brothers on that grid on, so we don't, can see where
3: they're Don't
2: from. the four d- directions have to be Xenomorph, Xenowarrior, Princess, oh, yes, Princess, right. and Brothers? I guess Princess yes. is on there twice. Hmm. Maybe as a giant. No, I, I think that Xenomorph, we need to simplify Xena, Princess,
1: and Brother. It's princess and brother on the x-axis, and the y-axis yes. is good and evil. No!
0: <laughs> no, Jeff! Xenomorph and didn't even get into it in that. Yeah, story. no,
1: Xenomorph would be uh, evil no. princess. No, no, no. no.
2: <laughs> is Bowsette a Xenomorph princess, combining all <coughs> things?
0: Hmm.
1: And a warrior, which
2: makes it Xena.
0: I think Bowsette might be the center of this grid.
2: Okay.
1: Bowsette's Bowsette's not a brother.
2: We don't know that.
1: Uh, What about, like, a hypothetical- I mean, Bowsette's already hypothetical, but an even more hypothetical wallowy jet.
2: Why waluigi
0: I was thinking luigi but...
2: I'm gonna
1: look it up. No, I need it to be evil.
0: Why does it need to be evil? Jeff, good and evil is not on this grid. Stop
1: trying to put your political agenda <laughs> on our thing. Yeah, so many, many people have drawn waluigi at, of oh course. Oh my <laughs> they sure they've
2: have.
1: They've drawn her with a foul Waluigi's head, or as a cute, normal girl. Yes. Uh, I, I, Ooh, I, I, I see like a the- pregnant one pregnant with a ba-bomb. Oh, Gross.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, or I a do- boo I do like the version of Waluigi that, uh, that people have done where it's just like, uh, she just looks like she's like a shitty girl. <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> not the horrible face of Waluigi and not like a pretty princess, but just like a really annoying girl. Mm
1: -hmm. I think here's my favorite because it captures Waluigi's energy without just putting Waluigi's head on a lady body, um, but also does make an effort to seem Waluigi-ish. I've pasted it in the chat for you.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I'm going to post my
1: favorite one. (laughs) I'm not going to bother. I'll see the ways in which Jeff and I are different. I'm going to post my Least favorite one, too, right
0: No, here. I don't want to see Waluigi <laughs> pregnant with a boo or whatever. No, I,
1: that's not the one. That's actually
0: How could not that my not least, be your favorite. least favorite one, Jeff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, because there's something very funny about it. This one that I've pasted actually seems too sincere to be funny mm-hmm. and it's just bad. Yeah, I like this one too, Matt.
0: Yeah, this, this one is my favorite because it's not sexualized at all. It is just like, oh, this. This girl would be a bummer to hang out with.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
1: isn't there, isn't there something inherently sexual about Waluigi? Um, yes. Thank you, yes. Louisa. Thank because you, Louisa, for being brave enough to admit the truth.
2: <laughs> His whole thing is that he eyes has roses for some fucking reason. I have no idea yes. how that started. That is,
1: that is the best thing
0: about Waluigi, but I do want to say, I agree that there is something inherently sexual about Waluigi. What I don't agree with is I don't like that every time that people make the Bowsette version of a Mario Brothers character it automatically increases their sexuality. And I would very much like for Waluigi when he puts on the crown to get less sexy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) When I imagine a female Waluigi, thinking of the height and the gangliness, I'm imagining Big Ethel from the Archie comics, but Mm, with the color palette of uh, a Waluigi.
0: I'm going to look this up because I think I agree, but I want to make sure.
1: It's going to be really hard to find her, I think, because she was played by the... uh, Barb from Stranger Things on Riverdale.
2: Yeah, but uh, if... No, actually, if you go... if you just, I just, just typed it,
1: in Big Ethel. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: I'm imagining that this is what a Wallowy Jet would look like. She uh, kind of looks I,
1: like a character from Beano Comics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo is too cowardly to ever give us wa peach and wa Daisy uh, they've considered it and not done it because they know that it would make people too horny. Yeah
2: definitely
0: what about okay this has probably been discussed to death but this is the first time I'm thinking of it so I still think it's a great idea. <laughs> has anyone done peachette and Daisy yet?
1: That's yeah Maybe. peachette's the main Actually, one no
0: Jeff you're not <laughs> listening to me
2: Oh, I'm having trouble. <laughs> Are they more feminine toaded? Are they like chibi no. versions of themselves? Peachette's the real
0: one. That's what you're challenged to imagine, Louisa. Okay. No, listen, Jeff, listen to what I'm saying. If Peach I, I understand that Peachette is like the word for when Toad puts on the the crown. Uh, Toadette, I mean, puts on the crown. What I'm saying is, what happens when Peach puts on the crown? Yes. I see. Okay,
2: I'm okay, uh, here we go. I've got it. Mm. She's got so much feminine energy that she becomes giant I'm sorry, this is horny, but she <laughs> is she <laughs> You're not sorry! The, she turns into one of the giant uh, fairies from Breath of the Wild. Oh, mm. well,
1: yeah. That That's is actually yeah. what happens. <laughs> she gets giant not, and nude.
2: Yeah, they could not be more feminine or threatening. <laughs> And that's what uh, she would be. I really well, she well, just I turns
0: w- into two princess peaches.
2: Oh no, and they make out, how dare you? How could you bring uh, this to your podcast? I'm not making it horny. You're
0: making it horny.
2: There's no way to not make that horny.
0: What? I just thought she would like cell divide into two
2: beings. Right. And then what do they do? I don't know. Conquer the world.
1: Okay. It always I always think of, and I think I've mentioned it before, the scene in Bravest Warriors where they're in their holo deck and they demand that the hologram become 9000% sexier. Uh, <laughs> and I've pasted an image of that into the chat for you.
2: I'm afraid. I'm afraid
1: oh, no. <laughs> oh,
2: no. Oh, <laughs> no. It's a giant it's just flesh a, blob.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just a blob of flesh with a bikini and long, lustrous hair. Um, <laughs> That is what I imagine would happen if Peach put on the, the crown. No, I think her crown just is one of those crowns.
0: So, uh, yes, I know people have have
1: speculated oh. on the idea of if mm. she took off her crown when she turned back into a toadstool.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm wondering now.
1: But, but, no, I think it's too far gone. Like, the transformation is complete, so if she takes a hit, the crown stays on, and she just gets little like Mario. I just
0: want... Mm. I just want someone to be brave enough to examine the idea of what happens if Peach puts on another crown, or two crowns. Like, how far does this go? Could this be an infinite recursive loop?
1: What if Toadette just started eating the crowns? Mm-hmm. The Is game doesn't let you... The game won't even generate another crown if you pick one up.
3: Mm-hmm. They so we don't know what would happen. Of They're
1: too afraid of what would happen to mm-hmm. P- uh, peach at <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Now here's the real question. Days at.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. All right. Maybe
2: Hold she on. would look like not such a total trash princess all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they gave they no really I... gave her the worst color scheme, the worst dress, like she looks like a maid. They did a job.
1: I love that she's Ugh. sort of the like tomboy asshole princess, because she didn't have characteristics before. <laughs> but oh man. So bad, now, though.
2: Everything's now- bad.
0: Now I'm getting into some pretty wild thoughts here because if the existence of this princess crown that turns anyone wearing it into a princess yeah. implies the existence of the opposite, some kind of plumber cap that when you put it on it makes <laughs> oh it, no more of a like a brother.
2: Hey, fucking! Isn't this the plot of Super Mario Odyssey? Uh, kind of. It turns anything, even a literal dinosaur, into a brother.
1: Okay, so somebody has done what you proposed, Matt, but to Rosalina, where they put the crown on Rosalina, who already has a crown, Uh, and I've, oh boy, I couldn't actually paste that in the chat because it's too powerful, I guess. Yeah, that's a, (laughs) I don't know what you did. Yeah, I don't know what happened there either. Google didn't even want to turn it into a link. Um, Let's see, how do I, do I right click? Yes. I think if I right click and I can paste it in there. Yeah, there we go. We did it. Mm,
3: Uh, And this is...
1: Yeah, you're gonna get a virus uh, in your mind by looking at it.
2: I am already. I can see it now. God damn it.
0: Yeah, no, this is what I want. I want, like...
2: I want these characters,
0: when they put on this crown, to become, like, elder gods. I want them to be Yeah, you want Super
1: Saiyan Peach.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I guess... I guess looking at this, you could take it as a Super Saiyan thing. I was taking it more... I'm imagining the second form of her... For anyone who doesn't know, Jeff has posted a picture with... uh, If you type in Rosalina in Google Image Search, you'll find it. Uh, And it shows Rosalina with a crown above her. I always thought she
2: looked like the blue fairy from uh, Pinocchio, if anyone's not familiar with the character Rosalina. Yeah,
0: she's the the princess from Galaxy.
1: She's Space Peach.
0: Yep. Um, but then the second image is her wearing a, a full ball gown like Peach does, uh, with like a crown with the little star faces on all of the different parts of the crown. Oh, I guess those, those eyes are on the, the Peach crown as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm imagining this version of her is like the size of a planet.
3: Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Absolutely. she's really she's messed up by this. She dies yes. after after this two minutes. This is what I'm
2: saying. You can see Wearing how cloudy her eyes are. A a person who is
0: already a princess putting on this princess crown, it drives them insane. Like they've they glimpse into another reality and then they're they're fundamentally changed forever by it.
1: Yes. Yeah, she she's uh, blind and paralyzed because the neurons cannot uh, transmit data fast enough to her brain for her to control any part of her body. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Because she final- has become so enormous. Sorry. When
0: they finally <laughs> release Super Mario Galaxy 3, the <laughs> final boss will be you as Mario running around on her planet-sized body to destroy her. Oh no, I made it horny again. <laughs> Shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. There's no way to start... A sentence about something you thought up for Mario Brothers and not have it end up horny.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: here's the thing about Super Mario Bros. It is, because it is so chaste, anything you do that is not canon is immediately, instantly the horniest possible thing anyone has ever thought of.
0: Yes, that's true. Yeah, I guess
1: so. They've expanded so far that there are no possibilities left. For them to go that aren't horny. That's why they are too cowardly to give us wa peach.
2: As I said, I always think it's super funny when the internet is so ready. Ready for everything to be horny, and then uh, Nintendo has to release a statement like, "No, you cannot see Luigi's dick in that uh, Super Mario <laughs> <text laughs> thing we release."
0: <laughs> oh man, it, I feel like there's somebody's jo- somebody whose job at Nintendo is sitting around smoking cigarettes and watching the internet and being like, "Fuck, fuck," they're getting hornier. Like at some, and there's a big switch next to them that just says "shut it down," mm-hmm. and they're waiting for the moment they're like, "Okay." we'll just ignore it, everything will go back to normal, fuck, they're still getting hornier, okay? Oh god,
2: they're getting hornier, I need to stop it, oh god! (laughs) And then they hit the switch. Oh no, why did not we introduce a character called Gooigi? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Uh,
1: I found a Wa Daisy and Wa Peach that aren't horny, and this is the only direction Nintendo can take for them, I think.
0: Um, mm, yeah, they look like tough guys. <laughs> I mean, this is very terribly drawn art, so yeah, it's hard Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, look,
1: they look like Zelda characters.
2: Yes. Uh, but nothing- I don't
1: hate is Zelda the horniest Nintendo franchise? Ooh, I also question. like that
2: uh, with the um, Waluizette, they tried to just use the upside-down L, but this person's gotten to the trouble of rotating the letters P and D for Peach and Daisy, which is an extra level of detail that I really appreciate. Yeah, I like that. Uh, right. I like I mean, this. Wah,
1: Daisy does not look anything like Daisy. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh,
0: Jeff brought it up, and now we need to talk about it. What is the horniest Nintendo franchise? Is it Donkey Kong? Oh,
2: no, it's Ooh. Fire Emblem. Of oh, yeah, Fire duh. Emblem.
1: The one where you can breed the characters,
2: of yeah, course. Yeah, of
1: course it's Fire Emblem. Okay.
0: So that's done. also
2: the most acceptable answer, so let's not think about it anymore. <laughs> so I was going to say I make Metroid. an argument
1: for Kirby or. <laughs> Yeah, if you're in Devore, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's a very specific one. It's only one. (laughs) I mean, Uh, I'm going to say Mario Golf.
1: Touch what? Only Mario Golf. No other part of Mario. Just Mario Golf is horny.
2: Okay.
1: I mean, that would be
0: very funny.
2: Because they're all wearing shorts. Is that (laughs) why? Pikmin. Aren't they all little creatures with flowers growing out of their heads?
1: Mm-hmm. Custom Robo. I'm just looking at a list. Of no, let's
2: not. Now. Matt, can you tell us your random page, please? Okay.
1: Excite Bike. It has Excite in the
0: name. <laughs> I got a random page on this wiki that we're definitely talking about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to play Jeff Reads the Internet anymore. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, no,
0: at you're right. right. <laughs> and my random page is Jane Kangaroo Jane Kangaroo is a ca- character from the uh, the wubbulous world of Dr. <laughs> Seuss I didn't
1: see what it was before I heard you go Ugh. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're right <laughs> she is the mother of Junior Kangaroo and a spouse of Mike Maputo
1: Bird
2: What? that sentence is blowing my mind a spouse? are they in a polyamorous relationship?
1: I, yeah, the and that- also, uh, and of, in the phrase, a spouse of, are uh, all capitalized? The fact that Mike
0: Maputo Bird is not a link on this puppet <laughs> wiki is
1: insane. <laughs> yes. That's not a character that exists on the internet. I Google searched, in quotes, M- Mike Maputo Bird, and the results are this page and a page on Moviepedia wiki for The Thief and the
0: Cobbler. Okay, before we get to Ben out of shape here, uh, the person who wrote this page misspelled it, and it's Mick, M I C K, uh, okay. Maputo Bird. Okay,
1: okay, that is what I suspected it must be, but uh, I like, still
0: don't know why he has multiple wives. Yes.
1: Yeah. He's, for some reason, on the Muppet Wiki. Did the, was the Wobulous World of Doctor Seuss produced by the Henson Corporation?
0: I, it I like believe it. I mean, yeah. it
1: looks like it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, so the first Nick- season was shot at Jim Henson's Carriage House in New York City, so I guess so. Mick
0: hmm. Maputo Bird does have a page on this wiki, but it is blank. There is no information
1: about this character on here. Uh, he um, looks That's like a Elvis. Hard relationship
2: to make work if you're a kangaroo married to a bird?
1: Yeah, he's he's an, he's a bird that looks like Green Elvis. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's tell no me more about Jane his, Kangaroo.
0: <laughs> there's no mention on his Muppets wiki page of his wife.
2: <laughs> oh man, that's
1: cool. Mm, oh no, he's a heart He's a serious philanderer. Yep. He's taken the Elvis persona to heart, he's, and he's just... oh wait,
0: no, it does mention his wife, and here's the sentence: Horton the elephant and Jane Kangaroo are also present to hear his song.
2: And then that's how they fell in love, I guess, huh? I not guess. even
0: mentioned that that's his wife. Yeah, not yet. Every time she sees Mick, Jane gets so excited she faints. That
1: that's hard on a relationship, <laughs> definitely. Have either of you heard of this show, The Wobulous World of Dr. Seuss?
0: No, I've heard the the words and hated them <laughs> <my> whole, <laughs> since the dawn of time. <laughs> Can you guess what year
1: this show is from? Um,
2: two thousand five.
1: Yeah, early two thousands. Nineteen ninety six to nineteen ninety seven. What? Right? It's
2: crazy. So it's this would like would have been pre- time for you to. No, it would be too late for you to watch it, Jeff.
1: Uh, no i I was eight in nineteen ninety six. So this yeah, seems maybe like a, a, a show little for too late. Five year olds. Yeah. I think by eight, I was reading like uh, middle school books.
2: Yeah. I still uh,
0: believe.
1: <laughs> I still believe that Doctor Seuss
0: is a series of books that are what adults think kids want to read. Yes, I agree. But actually no kids like them.
1: I will say the first book I ever read on my own without having it read to me beforehand was The Foot Book by Dr. Seuss. Mm.
2: And that shaped your whole life, huh?
1: Yep. And the first Um, clan you ever
0: joined was The Foot Clan because you hate the Ninja
2: (laughs) Turtles.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Later I joined the Yiga Clan because I hate Link.
2: And you love bananas.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, the yeah. reason, I discovered the reason that I love feet is because they are shaped like the humble banana. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It all comes they together.
1: have a subtle that's, curve that's to the them. That's the proof of intelligent design, <laughs> is that our feet yeah.
0: are shaped exactly like bananas.
1: <laughs> you can grasp the foot and peel it from toe to no!
2: heel. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Oh I'm gonna pass
0: out, I'm getting light handed. Oh, is it because you saw Mick the whatever bird? Uh
1: oh, Jesus. Horrible. No, This I'm- is our best episode yet.
2: <laughs> oh it's so hateful.
1: Yeah, give us your random page, yes. Louisa. I'm got asshole.
2: I've got male Kuzbanian creature. <laughs> The male Kuzbanian creature is an orange loudmouth alien from Kuzbane who debuted in the Muppet Valentine show. Uh, she has been observed taking part in the Galley o hoop hoop with a female she? Kuzbanian creature. Yeah, I don't understand that because it mm. says it's male. Yeah, but, you know, you could choose your pronoun.
1: Yeah, gender's complicated <laughs> but, I guess. But uh, the
2: performer's Frank Oz. Second
1: time.
0: So is it okay. Frank Oz
2: doing his Frank Oz voice or his uh, Miss Piggy voice, which are his two voices. Well, do. it's the same uh,
1: voice just pitched up.
2: Exactly. Uh,
1: is his Miss Piggy voice the same as his Yoda voice? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, what about his normal voice? That is just, that's the Frank Oz voice we mentioned?
2: Yes. There's, okay, just two. Cool. There's only the two. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, it was weird that he was in Knives Out, huh? Frank Oz? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's mean... like 87 years old and hasn't done any acting in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> he still does directing all the time, though. Does he? Hmm. Yeah. Did,
0: I know for our friend group. with
2: with uh, Ryan Johnson on, um, is that his name?
1: Yeah, he's definitely he was definitely in that movie because he's friends with Ryan Johnson from reprising Yoda in the Last Jedi. Spoilers is that for that The his Last name? Jedi. God
2: damn it! That name is so generic that when I say it, I'm like, that can't be his fucking name. It's God,
1: spelled it? weird. I, it That's is spelled the weird. thing about it. Um, but yeah, that uh, man, that he al- <laughs> he also returned to voice Yoda for the theme park. I'm finding out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, of course, why not? I'm oh, not boy. catching it?
1: And the new Star Tours. Well, he didn't voice Yoda in that Clone Wars cartoon. So what
2: I'm getting here from this here Muppet is that Frank they have- Oz
1: directed In and Out. Yes. Huh. Okay. <laughs> he also directed the Little Shop of Horrors movie, which was my pick for musical in our friend group musical.
2: They must yeah, we still have. To, we have
0: to figure out when to watch that, and also which one we're going to watch.
2: The yeah. uh, puppet that they have for this, they must have kept in a warehouse for a long time because it appeared in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight episodes of the Muppet Show and the Muppet Movie.
3: Okay. So I mean, this
2: is a famous extra creature.
1: Yep. Is anyone getting like vaguely anti-Semitic vibes from it? What?
2: Uh, oh, like, it's very, that, a very grainy picture of a cone-shaped creature on the moon, is what I'm seeing. No,
1: the the name just sounds like an uh, offensive term for someone from Eastern Europe. I guess
0: that so. I can, yeah, that I can see. I really yeah, like those goddamn
1: Kuzbanians or whatever. I genuinely thought that there were a
0: lot of uh, Jewish stereotypes that I didn't know about. Because I was <laughs> yeah. looking at
1: this picture and I was like... Yeah. Oh no. Do you know how they're all orange and cone shaped?
0: Yeah, like are is there a scales thing for <laughs>
1: Oh, oh Jesus, probably, right? I mean, I don't At know, this that's point. what I, I, you're
0: saying.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm saying that that name definitely sounds like a country that existed from 1953 to 1956 where something horrible happened. I was going to say
0: earlier, I was going to congratulate us for talking about all different kinds of clans without getting into problematic territory before.
2: <laughs> uh, well, like now that. we haven't. No, that's your fault, Jeff. <laughs> no, that's Matt's fault. No, what? I'm congratulating you. I didn't do- bring up
1: the famously problematic clan like Matt just I did. I didn't
0: either. I said we did a good job of not
1: doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's like saying don't think of a pink elephant, except well, you're saying don't think of a racist. <laughs> uh, edgy.
2: Anyway, Jeff, did mm. you get a random page? Let's go.
1: Yes, I did. I got a random page, and it's Tomba. Tomba is a purple dragon character from, on Sabibi's Tickabilla, a spin-off of Play School.
3: Right. I don't know
1: what any of the words I just said mean. <laughs> is this a YouTube channel? Sabibi's oh, is a British free-to-air children's television network owned by the BBC. Huh. So it's BBC's Nick Jr.
2: Oh, like it's backwards, CBB, I gotcha.
1: Cute. Uh, what is Tickabilla? Is this like some Gullah Gullah Island stuff?
2: It's interesting, Uh, it it also says- comes- go ahead. It also says on this wiki, the only other line is that it was reused on a different CBB's show called Control Room, so- Oh,
1: weird. Reused as Mika.
2: Yeah, like kids weren't gonna notice, I bet kids noticed.
1: Yeah, they definitely did, because Tomba was the main character of Tickabilla, as far yeah. as I can tell. Uh, Tickabilla is for preschool kids and comes from the Hindi word meaning hopscotch, which uh, okay. I guess... I wonder if that's like, if it is the Hindi word for the game of hopscotch, or if it's a case of uh, people in India came up with the same game at the same time as people in other parts of the world.
0: Yeah, I yes. feel like is there, there a- is a, sort of a universal, like every culture has developed some sort of drawing in the dirt and then jumping on
1: the drawing game. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. That
0: makes oh, sense.
1: Oh man, I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia uh, page for hopscotch, and there's like a dozen different variations, all in different languages. Uh, yeah, I guess right. I, I guess every culture has invented hopscotch. That We've
2: been going sense. for fucking ever. Let's end the show. Yeah. All right.
0: We're done. <laughs> You don't want to talk about Alf anymore, Louisa. Uh,
2: What else do you have to say about Alf that we have not covered before? Because I would be hard pressed to find anything.
0: Um, I think Alf is uh, very far in the Xenomorph brother um, (gasps) area of our grid. I
1: agree. Does Alf have Does Alf have a dick? (laughs) Are you you looking it (laughs) up? No.
2: It's oh, this was
1: this was Wiki number sixty nine on our list
2: of wikis. We did it.
1: Yeah, and it was the horniest episode yet. Okay, now we can be done.
0: Um, all right. Thanks for listening to our wildest episode ever. Too hot for TV, uh, which is why we've never been on TV. Um, if you liked our show, please rate and review us on iTunes and let your friends know about it so that we can continue to grow. Uh, we love that we have such a loyal fan base, and now you need to tell other people to do it too.
2: Thank you. We're activating you. This is your activation code.
0: Yep. Yeah. This time for real, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you want to uh, to interact with us, you can uh, follow us on Twitter, at HackTheNetPod, or you can join our Discord to talk to us directly. Just send us a message on social media. You can find me on social media, at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online.
1: Uh, you can find me on Mastodon as well, Mastodon.social slash at JeffJK. Jeff JK is also the username on Snapchat and Instagram. Um If you are leaving an iTunes review, please explain what you like about the show, because I cannot imagine it's anything.
2: (laughs) Well, don't listen to Jeff, I'm going (laughs) to say. You can find me on social media at louisa at mastodon.xyz.
0: All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to the episode. Uh, Please come back next time. But first, does Alf have a dick? Uh Uh-oh.
1: Thank you. He probably keeps it in uh, a penile sheath, which you all (laughs) insist it didn't exist. (laughs) <laughs> a dozen or so episodes ago.
0: I it's not that I didn't think it existed, it's that I was shocked that I had not heard about it before. Uh oh man, these pictures, no.
3: <laughs> oh no. Yeah, of course.
0: Of course. Okay, that's I was gonna make that my new sign-off phrase, as does Alf have a dick, but instead I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna say, now you're playing with
1: power. Now you're playing with superpower.
3: Do your job! <laughs> Seriously, don't Google does Alf have a dick. I'm not joking. It's not good.